Good morning and welcome to episode 427 of the show. In previous episodes, there's been something that I've spoken about but I don't think I've gone into in great detail and that's the idea that uh, selling is a team sport. So think about selling as an athletic endeavor, uh, something like um, track and field or maybe something like um, football. So we only score the goal if everybody is working well doing their part, understands their rules, and has, um, have mastered the fundamentals. Now, that's the same way that selling operates. Now, a lot of people don't quite get that, that selling is a team sport, because um, in the movies or in books or in popular opinion, we kind of have the idea of a salesperson as this solo person who goes out on his own or on her own, and uh, they make a killing, you know, they go out, um, they bring it in big, they enjoy the spoils alone, and um, and uh, in popular imagination, that's how sales works. Well, the truth is a little bit more uh, nuanced. Now, if you look at things from a corporate perspective, let's say you work with, um, let me see, uh, let's say Zenith Insurance or one of these uh, corporate entities. The truth of the matter is that, yes, you might be the salesperson and you're 100% commission and you're responsible for bringing in the kill, but the thing is you have an ecosystem of people that are around you. There's the marketing department who tries to bring in leads every once in a while. You, um, you're a sales executive, so you probably have um, someone who is on the tech side of the business who is going to come in and explain all the technical elements when, uh, when you're able to secure um, a meeting. And um, then there's also the fulfillment people, the people who make sure that um, when you get the client, the client is onboarded properly uh, and that the client is happy with uh, the product and that is what makes it possible for you to get repeat business from this person and to get them to bring their friends, family and their associates. So in this corporate example now, you see that we've um, uh, that even though you have a salesperson who is out on the field, this person has an ecosystem around them. There's marketing people behind him there's the fulfillment people who work in front of him or her. And then there's also the tech person or the sales engineer or whatever it is that is called, depending on which um, industry, who works alongside with them to make sure that things happen. Now, for those of us in the wedding and the event space, it's also similar. Because, yes, in the beginning, you're going to go out and secure the deal. And most likely, you're the one who's going to be doing fulfillment. In other words, let's say you're the wedding photographer chances are you're going to get the clients and you're the one who's going to shoot the wedding. That's in the early days of the business. Um, you go get the client and you're the one who's going to plan the wedding and on and on. But eventually uh, you grow, things get a little bit more complex, things change, and then your selling function also changes as well. So you might be the one going out and getting clients, but you find that fulfillment now starts resting on other people's shoulders. Your second shooter, your fulfillment partners, the people who make the albums, the books, um, let's see what else so if you're a wedding planner um, your associates, the people that you have trained um, underneath you um, what else so that's just an example about how the selling function changes the selling um, ecosystem around you is going to change and is going to grow and so because of that in order to sell effectively we have to make sure that everybody has a good grasp of the fundamentals everybody knows their roles everybody understands what they're supposed to do and how we all work well um, together. 
But let's say you are that um, place where you don't have a team around you and you're wondering what is the best way to put a team around you. And um, one thing that you can do is something that is well tried and tested, at least in the wedding and the event space. And that is this. You take good stock of where you are right now. You try and gauge the customers that I deal with. Before they get to deal with me, they must have done some other uh, services, done some other things leading up to this. And after they are done with me, they're probably going to be looking for some other services. And the people that you now want to be on your team uh, should be a collection of people who might be useful to the bride and to the groom, to your clients, leading up to their conversations with you and after the conversation with you. Now, in my own case, um, a while ago, it was um, wedding videography. So I'm a photographer. So leading up to me, or rather concurrently with me, people were assuming that if they have a chat with me, I'd also have good recommendations for video as well. So therefore, it only made sense that I should have a video person as part of my selling team. And that is what began my partnership with Shegun that I talk about every now and then on the podcast. Now, before Shegun, I was in business with my brother. He handled the video. And that's um, basically the rationale behind that partnership. Now, sometimes it's um, rare someone gets to me and they don't have a wedding planner. But usually it's the other way around. They sort out the wedding planner before they get to me. And so, of course, that also meant that it would be nice for me to have as part of my team wedding planners that um, I trust and that I can refer to and they are part of my um, selling uh, team. Well, not in a direct sense. Not uh, When I say not in a direct sense, I mean they're not members um, of my staff. And then over time, it got expanded to include MCs uh, and then people in the uh, people other people in the audiovisual space, you know, lighting and sound and then things like that. Not because I was looking out for it necessarily per se, but over time, um, with um, organic inquiries coming in, people asking for this, people asking for that, it only made sense that the sales team should naturally grow. And so, what we have uh, today, in my own case, and in lots of other cases, not just for people in the wedding and the event space, but other um, businesses. What you have is a loose confederation of people who are constantly looking for clients, trying to sort through who the serious clients are, and making recommendations back and forth. People who pick up the phone and say, Hey, Tavish, what's up? How you doing? Are you free on so, 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 and so? I'm talking to this lady. Uh, this is a scoop. Uh, I think you guys might do well here. So, are you interested? Okay, here's the phone number. I'll let her know you're calling her, blah, blah, blah. And the same thing happens on my own end as well. So, hey, what's up, Beatrice? How you doing? How's work? How are the kids? Are you free? So, 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 and so, did. I'm talking to this dude. It's a corporate thing. We worked with them last year, blah, blah, blah. This is the inside scoop. Are you down? Okay, here's the phone number. Give them a shout. And now, if you look at things that way, you see how selling gets easier over time once it's a uh, team activity. Because multiple people are going to be putting an eye out to try and figure out where do we get juicy deals, who are the serious people that we should be talking to and trying to close on them, then over time, everybody in the ecosystem starts to eat, we start to enjoy, and we start to have some prosperity and some plenty. And so that's the reason why, whether you're in a corporate context or you are in a, uh, what will I say, self-employed context, you have to remember that selling is a team sport. 
So for those of you in the corporate space, you work with an insurance firm or with a bank or whatever, you always have to be on good terms with the people in the marketing department so that they can give you all the right material that you need every time you're going out to uh, make a sales call. So they can give you the right kind of um, collateral that you need to show uh, clients, whether it's uh, brochures or the right kind of information um, or whatever. You also have to be in touch with fulfillment people because it'll be somehow if you finally uh, get an account, you're able to get Alahaji's account and then uh, once you bring Alahaji into the uh, company, then the people in uh, fulfillment Okay, let's say it's an insurance thing. The people who are supposed to draw, draw up the insurance contract, for instance, don't draw it up on time or they send it with typos and, you know, things like that. All these other things that are beyond your control. You need to be able to be on good terms with people on the fulfillment end so you can call somebody up and begin to rake or begin to quarrel or begin to set things aright. And, hey, look, this client, this is my guy. This is what we agreed. I beg, treat them nicely. How far with this? How come you guys haven't done that? This needs to be done better. You know, all those things that you can pull the strings on to make sure that the uh, customer experience, the experience for the customer, once you um, bring them into the, once you bring them in and you have them as a client, to make sure that they have a spectacular customer um, experience. And it's, um, that's the whole idea, basically. And so it's the same thing for those of us who are in the self-employed space, the solopreneurs. You also have to be on good terms with everybody within um, your ecosystem. The people leading up to you and the people um, after you and basically this whole ecosystem that the, um, the brides and the grooms, our clients, have to um, navigate through every time that they are planning a wedding. So... Um, since it's not something that I've fleshed out in great detail before, I figured let me just make a podcast episode about that so I can flesh this out a little bit because it's not um, quite so um, obvious. I say it time and time again, but I've never explained why and how selling is a team sport and selling should be a team sport. But the reason why uh, this has occurred to me today is because um, recently, We've been able to secure um, a profitable um, deal, and uh, I'll talk about it later on in the future, but it's one of those things that could only have been possible with everybody working in tandem. Me, doing what I do, which is all the pre-stuff, I'm good at figuring out, once we know who the target is, I'm good at initiating the conversation, figuring out what they need, sorting out who is serious from who is unserious, determining what the next step is, and then... I did my own part. The people who are responsible for um, negotiating and closing the deal, they did their own part. And then, of course, now I'm moving on to the next stage, which is the execution. And uh, we've already had that conversation with everybody. We know who the client is. We know how she's particular. Everything has to be on spot. Everything has to be on point. And we're having those conversations now so that execution is also going to be flawless as well. But the thing is, this deal couldn't have been, it couldn't have come in or it wouldn't have been possible without everybody knowing their part, everybody playing their part and everybody executing um, well. I'll go into some more details about that uh, in the future once we are done and dusted and it will be another one of those um, case studies that we've been exploring on the podcast where I show you guys um, how the principles that we discussed here are applied on a um, one-on-one everyday practical basis but summary now that we've gone past the 10 minute mark 
just remember that sales is a team sport if you're doing it solo for now that's fine it's absolutely um, no problem but remember eventually you're going to have to build a team around you if you're in the corporate space your team has already been decided it's people in the marketing department and people uh, who handle fulfillment uh, and uh, let's see what else so people in marketing people who handle uh, fulfillment hmm. Gosh, I can't remember. Anyway, but if you're in corporate, your team has already been decided. If you're a solopreneur, you have to go and look for your own team. And your own team is very simple. Take a look at your product or your service. What does the customer have to do before they get to me? And then what does the customer do? What are those services that they require after they leave me? Incorporate those people into your team so that uh, you guys can all sell together and you guys can all make money together and build alliances together. So that's how it works. You're a wedding photographer, you need to incorporate other people. Uh, who is the videographer? Who is the MC? Who is the wedding planner? Who is the, um, what else? Cake person? Well, I don't think referrals between photographers and cake people go hand in hand. Anyway, you figure it out for your own circumstance. Just realize that I'm here. There are people that the client has uh, needs before they get to me and people that the client uh, needs after they get to me. Incorporate those people. Let them be part of your selling team and we should all do um, well together. So thank you very much for listening to today's recording. I will catch you guys at the next episode. And until then, um, let's all live well, do well and prosper.